Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry D. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy, uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Jesse here today in Italy. And uh, this is uh, a little bit delayed uh, for this past uh, email update that went out in which we want to uh, also do a recording of it for those who tune in by uh, means of the podcast. Uh, This one got away from us because we actually forgot to do it because we basically sent out a video update and in the video we just thought everyone would see it and and catch the glimpse of the update from there. But then uh, we also remember there was an exhortation in here in this update and a few other prayer requests. So we're going to go ahead and share a little bit about this update today. Uh, by this point, it's now the 13th of August, uh, and we're now in a special week in Italy. As you know, perhaps if you've been a part of this ministry any time, you know in the month of August, here in Italy, things just shut down. Most stores close basically for the entire month. Uh, if you ever need to do anything that's important business-wise in the month of August in Italy, you're out of luck. You just can't make stuff happen in the month of August. Everybody checks out. Everybody goes on vacation. The thieves and robbers come out and try and go from house to house, break in because they know everybody's away. Uh, And and that's the situation that we're in here in in August. But this particular week is uh, is actually a very special holiday week. It's called Ferragosto. And uh, it's the the most common holiday week of, of August where for sure everything closes down, everybody goes away. And when I say Italy shuts down in August, I should clarify with the exception of the tourist areas. Uh, You go downtown uh, Venice, for example, it's a tourist destination. So all those travelers around the world who are traveling in the month of August, who come also to Italy, everything is still open for them. You you go to Rome, you go to Florence, uh, the common destinations in Italy, uh, many things are still functioning. But in the everyday uh, life of Italy, the normal cities, the normal towns like Mestre or uh, any of the little towns and villages scattered all throughout Italy, and there's many of them. Uh, normal life in August definitely shuts down, slows down. It's a totally different pace. Unbelievable. You actually have to come experience it. There's nothing quite like it when uh, literally all your neighbors disappear and go away for weeks at a time. Uh, you go to stores and they stick a little uh, sign in the front that they handwrite or type printed out on a computer. Closed from the 2nd of August to the 28th or something like that. Totally just gone, checked out for the whole month. Uh, it's an amazing thing. Uh, but then interestingly, this week, the Ferragosto week, on the 15th is actually a, a national holiday in Italy, uh, a religious holiday where they celebrate uh, the ascension, the so-called ascension of Mary. And that is a belief within the Roman Catholic Church uh, that everything absolutely shuts down in, in Italy on that day. Bells are ringing in the churches all day long from 6 a.m., you know, all day and uh, it's a really weird kind of uh, festival. But the idea is they believe, even though it's not recorded in Scripture, so it's an unbiblical practice, they nonetheless have a belief that Mary never died and passed, ascended directly into heaven, just like Jesus ascended into heaven after his resurrection. And that happened on the 15th of August, and that's the day where they celebrate the ascension of Mary. Uh, very cult-like type thing, holiday bit wild, bit crazy, but it's a true thing and it definitely has an impact on the country even though, as we know from uh, doing missions work here in Italy, most people are not believers in God. Uh, very few are actually celebrating Catholics, practicing Catholics, 
but even though they have so many doubts about God, don't believe in God, still, for some reason, Mary, they hold a tight, some kind of connection to. And uh, it's a sensitive subject to ever talk about Mary with any Italian person, Roman Catholic person, because even though they doubt the existence of God, the realities of the church, all that, they still have this weird connection to Mary. Uh, so we usually just let it go unless it comes up naturally when someone's born again after being exposed to the Word of God. Uh, then they actually begin to question all these things and see the reality that it's unbiblical practice. Uh, so anyway, all that to say, it's a special week here in Italy, uh, Ferragosto. And uh, that also permits me a little bit of time to now catch up on things. And one thing here happens to be this time uh, our brief update. The title of the update that we sent out by email is called Video Summer 2018. So if you want to see the video, if you didn't see it, and you only get uh, information through this podcast, you can go to practicalmissions.org. Uh, look at the 10-day updates, or in this case, since it's a video update, it's actually, I think, posted on the front page of practicalmissions.org. There's a link there, a picture of our son's face on it, because that's just how it worked out for some reason. He's in the video. Jerry's in the video. And um, and there you get a brief glimpse of what's going on the last couple months, where we're at at this moment in Italy, what we're up to, uh, yeah, how we're praying to see, and, and by faith we're seeing a, a small group take form, and we, we trust that that'll come into fruition in God's timing as we labor to preach and make disciples, preach the gospel, evangelize, and make disciples here in the city of Mestre. Uh, apart from that, in this update, there is also uh, a section about uh, the fundraiser we're, we're doing to get Jerry V. Mobile. We'll talk about that in a minute. A couple prayer requests, uh, a good blog post that uh, could be very helpful for many people that we know uh, to give a look at, and uh, the usual uh, opportunities to serve, which I may say something about. We'll see how time progresses here. And a brief exhortation. We'll start now with the brief exhortation uh, from the Word of God. Uh, we all need brief exhortations here and there as we go throughout our day. And this one comes to us from Habakkuk, uh, chapter 3, verses 17 to 18. And it says this, Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food. The flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. So these verses, they speak to us uh, from a very unique moment in the redemptive story of God and His people, but what a truth it is for us to embrace also today. Uh, will we choose to rejoice in the Lord despite our current circumstances, even if all goes bad? And in this case, we see, in their case, all going bad had to do with fig trees not blossoming, no fruit on the vines, no olives, uh, no food, the, the flocks, cut off from the fold, etc. Uh, in our day, that would mean maybe you're bankrupt, maybe you don't have a job anymore, maybe you have a real health condition, maybe you're single, it seems, forever, maybe your marriage is going down the tubes, maybe it could be a plethora of reasons. Uh, but will you choose to still rejoice in the Lord despite that current situation you're facing? Will I continue and just decide, I'm going to rejoice in the Lord no matter what? And another question comes to mind. Will we continually take joy in the God of our salvation? Will we continually take joy in the God of our salvation? That's what Habakkuk says here. I will take joy 
in the God of my salvation, despite my current situation? Is Jesus alone truly enough for us? Is he enough for you? If all the other things you have in life were to vanish tomorrow, would you still be satisfied that you have Jesus Christ as your Lord, as your Savior? Is he enough for us? And lastly, are we mindful that if we were to receive justice from God, we would all be dead and condemned to eternal torment already because we have sinned countless times against a holy God. If we were to get justice from his hands, we would be dead. We would be condemned to eternity separated from him, to hell. That's the reality. Uh, Are we mindful of that today? May we truly rejoice in God today for the mighty work he has done already to save us through the blood of Jesus Christ and the regenerating work of the Holy Spirit by means of his word preached. Let us rejoice despite our circumstances in the God of our salvation. He is more than we can ever imagine or dream of. May he be enough for us today. Amen. Amen. I pray that really be our reality as we go on this day, enduring the summer heat, enduring the call that God has given us to persevere, to press on, to proclaim the gospel, to make disciples, and to be his witnesses on this earth until he returns. May he help us to be satisfied in him. Back to the top here, looking at the update. Uh, Mobility to Jerryville. Status update. So here we read that uh, special thank you we just wanted to give because uh, many of you have uh, heard of the need and then given to help support that need. Uh, so thank you for those of you who have already given. Uh, we're very grateful for our amazing ministry partners. Everything we do uh, here in Italy for the reaching of the lost and the preaching of the gospel and the making of disciples, uh, we do it only because of financial supporters and prayer supporters. We literally could do absolutely nothing if not for our partners. Uh, our income comes through the generous people of God and His church that give and support us and this mission and this ministry. And without that, we would do nothing. Uh, so thank you guys. We really, really appreciate you guys. And uh, at this point, it says we're 20% towards this financial goal to get Jerry V. Mobile. And just to recap, we need to get Jerry V. Mobile because she does not have a driver's license, never did, lived all her life, coming from the Philippines, never needed to drive, living in South Italy, uh, never needed to drive. Uh, at this point in her life, she's also very small and uh, not quite... Uh, talented with a car, uh, so to speak, and road traffic. But she's a mother, a full-time mother, a full-time housewife, and a missionary. She has a lot on her plate, a lot to do. And having some form of mobility is greatly going to increase Jerry V's witness as she's out among the people. It'll enable her to get out of the house, get the baby out of the house, go to the parks, frequent the parks, get to the grocery store, grab things, stop at the fruit and vegetable place, pick up fruits and vegetables, stop at the bread shop, get bread, stop at the meat shop, get meat, cheese shop, get cheese, all that kind of stuff. She can drop in and out freely. At this point, she's on foot and that's it, or depending entirely on me. And that makes uh, all my work also harder to do because I can't be two places at one time. So either I'm out evangelizing or doing discipleship visits, something like this, or I'm back and forth trying to to facilitate everything. Uh, So this need is a legitimate need. And uh, the best option, as we explored the many different options that are out there, the best one seems to be uh, a cargo bike, which is something that's common, a little more common here in Europe, definitely very common in Denmark, and uh, now available also in Italy. People are doing this. We see other moms with these around here in Mestre. And it's where you can get the kids in there and everything you need and get around and be mobile. And Italy is different than America where you don't have to drive everywhere to get to, use a car to get to everywhere. You can actually walk to a lot of places, 
and you can definitely use bikes. In North Italy, bikes is a huge, huge thing. Everyone's getting around on bikes. Even 80, 90-year-old ladies are driving around on bikes. Uh, so it's a very common thing, and it'll work just right for Jeremy. We went, we did a test drive in, in Bologna. Everything is good. She, Jeremy figured it out. It works for her. She actually enjoyed it, which is a great thing. And uh, now we're raising the funds to get that. So on this update, it says we're 20% towards our goal. Praise God, we're now at 55% of, uh, towards that goal to get her uh, this particular uh, vehicle, mobility solution. So awesome, awesome things. Praise God for that. Uh, we're more than halfway there. And trust in the Lord that the rest will come in. And if you have any inclination there or feel that you can or want to be a part of helping uh, Jerry V get a little bit more mobile by getting this, this means of transportation, uh, please uh, reach out to us and uh, visit or visit the website practicalmissions.org and you can also make a donation there towards this specific need and you can help us reach that final goal that we need. Uh, so thank you for uh, considering that. Uh, lastly here, we'll have our prayer requests for this season. Uh, in this update, we talk about, uh, let's see, yeah, pray for us, it says, to continue to reach more souls for Christ during August, even when Italy shuts down. At the beginning of our our episode today, I mentioned that Italy shuts down. Uh, there are still people around, though, which is great. And our work as missionaries has to do with people. We're all about people, reaching people for Christ, with Christ. And and God, the Holy Spirit, He's also at work. He's not taking breaks. He's not taking vacations. He's at work, working in people's hearts, convicting of sin, uh, revealing the truth of the gospel to them and their need for salvation and drawing men unto the Father, uh, revealing Jesus Christ to them. And so we need to find those people still. And uh, one thing we're doing there throughout the month of August is getting Jerry and, and Cornelius to the park. And we're finding that there's a lot of parents who maybe can't afford to get away or in between vacation spots. And in the mornings, they're taking their kid, just like we are, to the park. And they're hanging out. And we're prayer, prayerful as we go there. And uh, just last week, we were there one day. And all of a sudden, Chi-Chi made a new friend. They speak the same language in the sense that they both communicate in the same way. Both really wild and, 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 and energetic. And they're playing together, having a great time. A young kid named uh, Federico. And then his dad is there, Alessandro. And we just spent a great bunch of time with his dad, getting to know him a little bit. And that's great. Open door. Another girl is there with her daughter, getting to know her a little bit. Another one, another. And it's just, wow, amazing, amazing thing. Just being at the park during this month. Uh, uh, so getting to know parents. And then we pray for open doors to be able to proclaim the gospel to them also, uh, as they're definitely intrigued um, by what it is that we're missionaries. At first, they're a little bit scared, but if they're normal, they want to know, what does that mean exactly? What does that look like? And great, naturally, great conversations start revolving around the gospel. So pray for that. Pray for that for the rest of this month for us, if you could. Uh, another prayer request would be, uh, pray for us to have special time with Jesus this month, uh, that our souls may be restored for the work He has called us to in the coming months. If you have any experience in missions and you've been among an unreached people group, where there's very few other Christians and very little fellowship, and the work seems hard, the soil is difficult, you evangelize a lot and a lot and a lot and see very little fruit, it can wear on you after a while. You're, you can become heavy burdened. You can become even depressed. It's a challenging thing. And so we're taking advantage of this time to get extra time in the Word, extra time in prayer, because we need to be restored. We need to be refreshed uh, in the Lord. If we're going to continue on in the ministry, and find those sheep that are scattered abroad here and, and, and desperate and hungry for the truth and need to be saved. Uh, we need to be restored and refilled and replenished this month, also us, so that we can continue getting out to them with all our heart 
uh, and all the strength that God gives us. So pray for us to that, for that to really happen. That's our prayer every day when we wake up, that the Lord would use also this day to restore us, to revive us, that we can continue on with all our hearts in the task that He has given us in this season. And lastly, pray for the potential small group now forming. Uh, we have two different couples, both with kids, uh, showing interest and wanting to get together, open the Bible and study. And Lord willing, we'll be doing uh, uh, a little six-week thing with them uh, starting in September uh, on uh, Christianity Explained, a little series that, that exists that we found to be a, a good tool, a good, useful approach for folks like this that have no understanding of the Bible at all, uh, no idea what it means to be Christian. In fact, all their ideas of Christianity are distorted. Uh, a great way, comfortable, safe way for those who, who, when they see evangelicals, can't help but think we're a cult. Uh, a comfortable environment for them to be able to ask questions, get exposed to who Jesus Christ is, what the Bible says about him, what salvation is, what the gospel is, in a clear and simple way. So pray for that to, to happen uh, starting after all the holiday stuff ends in September, and that we can continue that even with more people that we're continuing to meet throughout the month of August. Uh, those are our prayer requests. So we definitely value your prayers, and we encourage you to uh, jot those down or re-listen to that and just take a moment of your day with uh, with someone else perhaps and, and lift up those needs of prayer to the Lord uh, on our behalf. We will be so grateful for your participation in that. Uh, last thing I'll mention as we close out, don't want to go long here, but we have the on the PMC blog, we always make uh, on a regular basis, at least once a month, we put something on there, make it available for the edification of our partners and supporters, those who are involved in this ministry. So often you'll see things in there that have to do with uh, the mission's work of evangelism, of outreach, or of, of sound theology, sound doctrine, uh, preaching. Um, uh, what is the gospel presentation is one episode we have here. The reality of Mary, yeah, Roman Catholic things. You'll, you'll find resources too on there to better understand what it is Roman Catholics believe. Uh, and the, the latest episode which we make available here is one that I would highly recommend. You don't want to miss because it's a very common uh, 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 type of preaching that we see in America. And, uh, and this one is uh, it's titled A Brilliant and Gracious Critique of a, a lousy yet popular sermon. Apparently the most listened to or viewed sermon on YouTube in America is a sermon by a guy named Joel Osteen. And uh, and, and Brother Tim Chalice does a wonderful job of just graciously, lovingly, gently critiquing that sermon to help everybody see what it is and what it's actually lacking, which is quite a lot. To my surprise, I learned that even the name Jesus Christ, let alone the gospel being preached and, and Christ being preached, the name of Jesus Christ wasn't even mentioned in the entire sermon, not even once, which is astounding, unbelievable. Uh, but so much more actually in there, and, and that's the most read, the viewed sermon. That's what people in America like on a general basis uh, because it makes them feel well. Yeah, as we read from Timothy, Second Timothy, Paul writing to Timothy, he said, people really do like their ears to be tickled. They want to hear certain things that make them feel good about themselves. And in this message, it seems that's, that's the idea, that's the, the approach that's taken. And it's a little bit scary. But very educational, very informative, and very gracious and kind. Worth your time. Uh, you definitely want to give that a read if you are a partner of ours and you live in America. Uh, if you don't already know about these issues, this is a great way to get exposed to that and understand it is important who you listen to when you're listening to preachers. Uh, not all preachers are cut the same. Not all messages are the same either and it is worth knowing what you are listening to so you can you can see that on the pmc blog and get a brief intro to what it's about and then there's also the link to the video from brother tim Charlie's available there as well you can click on that link it takes you to his and then you can see that and be edified 
So God bless you guys for that. Uh, I don't think there's anything else we need to mention or want to mention at this point. Uh, always there's vision trips uh, available. We're still praying to see some more vision trips happening so people can get a feel for the ministry here. Bring a church leader or two and a few others and get involved in real ministry here and see what it could be like for an ongoing partnership with the work here in Italy. Uh, internships uh, now available through PMC, a variety of ways. Just contact us to get more information. Short-term teams, we have uh, one church already making plans or considering next summer to come and that's a great thing perhaps a few other churches as well that have been informed and talked with us recently uh, so we're excited about that uh, that's another option short term like a 10 day trip uh, during the summer next year uh, church planning you can become a, a full time missionary for two four years do a term and uh, get involved in the church planning efforts here there's a variety of ways to serve you can teach English as a second language is another option to get involved here in Italy and this one's also very important uh, videographer uh, social media, all that kind of technology and photo and video can be very helpful for the for the mission and for a church plant, someone who's gifted in those areas. In fact, our home church back in, back in New York, I just saw uh, one of the brothers in the church made a video of a recent baptism. It looks like a professional, unbelievable quality, the slow motion effects and seeing everyone gathered together. We could never on our own make any kind of video even close to something like that. But someone who's got that talent and the ability and the right equipment to make proper and good videos could be a great tool that the Lord could use uh, to create awareness uh, so that more Italians can be reached and uh, more people can get involved. Uh, so all these are ways to consider about getting involved here on the mission field in Italy through Practical Missions Cohort. And that's, uh, that's all we'll say for today. Thank you guys for tuning in as usual. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. And God bless you. Until the next time, ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.